The views and opinions expressed in the Golden Boot Podcast are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Golden Boot Podcast as a whole. Y'all ready to get rolling? Quiet on the set. Hey, welcome back. Another, I, I don't know if I, it's the episode hot, but it's cold air wells. Uh, another hot episode of HBC. Oh, it's your boy Pooh, but I got my man Aunt Petty Murphy in the building. Chilling, my boy. Oh, we good back over here, dog. We don't want, oh, man. Don't even, I don't even want to hear it no more. I just, I was hoping misery love company is listen. <laughs> I have. If I can scrounge up one Kool-Aid pack right now, bro, I've been drinking so much water. It's because we didn't we didn't ran out of everything else. We we were only expecting to be locked down for maybe two days. It's been it's almost a week. Well, I'm exaggerating. Yes, it's, you it's, are. It's been since Monday though. It's like four days, bro. <laughs> that's still have you have you met my kids? God, that's like a lifetime, bro. I am. Stuck. I am. I'm just. I'm just glad my kids going back to school tomorrow. Speaking of that, we got the call today. They are out of school again tomorrow. Um, they gonna have to make up for it on weekend or something. Golly. But my anyway. kid, my kids been virtual virtual since Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, tell me how much work they done did. None. Dylan did uh some work today. He, uh, man, I'm telling you, I know he's bored. I know they're bored. He literally was up last night. It was 11 something. Now I'm bored. Then he was like, Daddy, what's this word? I said, What? He passed me the thing. <laughs> it was like pronouns. <laughs> it was like <laughs> nouns and pronouns identified. <laughs> he was like, Dad, what about this? It's like this adjectives and adverbs. He said, What's the difference? And I was having this. Now I, was, I realized I thought about to go to sleep. Leave me alone. Go to sleep. Uh, you ain't it, eleven o'clock. We ain't doing English lessons, nah, bro. He was on. Oh, he was doing it. And then he got up. He had to do. Uh, he was doing math today. Um, math. His teacher. <laughs> I had to write his teacher uh, to get his little login information. His teacher said, "I'm so proud of him." <laughs> I said, "You just don't know." <laughs> he do it out of boredom. But man, look, we got a special guest. We don't want to take up too much of a time. Uh, returning back. But first, man, let's go ahead and get our, our sponsor out the way. Uh, give a shout out to our sponsor over at BetOnline. BetOnline.ag will be back in one minute. BetOnline.ag is your number one source for all your sports information, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds, lines, and player injury reports for this year's NBA and NHL playoffs. BetOnline is always your sports information headquarters. This season, we have you covered for all your sports wagering needs. We have everything from NBA, NFL, MLB, and NHL to golf, tennis, UFC, and boxing. 
Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games that you can play right from your home. Head on over to betonline.ag today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use the promo code BLEAV to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Uh-uh. And we got Kurtz. Kurtz. Kurtz is back. You know, you know how they do it in the South. Kurtz. Kurtz. We got Coach back with us. Coach Asia Sims Fletcher, head coach of the Talladega College gymnastic team. Thank you for joining us again, Coach. How are you? Hey, guys. I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Uh, thank you for joining us. I, all right. Let me ask this. Have y'all got any of this snow in Talladega? So we were actually on the road mm. when the winter storm hit. So we competed our first meet at Florida, the University of Florida on Friday, then flew to Nashville, and we're supposed to compete on Monday. I'm so sorry, y'all. Oh, <laughs> and then, one second. <laughs> got that motion light. Better move. Well, wow, that was really embarrassing. I'm so sorry. Y'all. Oh, no, you fine. Um, <laughs> they turned off the lights on me because they're like, why are people still at work? Um, but, yeah, we're uh, about to compete at the MLK meet against Fisk, and they shut it down. Um, so we had a ton of snow. We actually got snowed in Nashville. We just got back oh, yesterday. Wow. Oh, wow. Dang. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Lots of snow. Yeah. Yeah, I told my store story uh, on the other night. I uh, <laughs> I decided I was going to be, you know what I'm saying, super dad, you know what I'm saying, go get, you know what I'm saying, we were running low on milk in a few hours. I'll go grab some milk, go to Dollar General. And I went to Dollar General, and I was like, bet, you know, lights on, people in the parking lot. Got to the door, said, closed for weather. Okay, I'll just go back home. It's just I ain't making up that hill. Well, the car didn't. I did. I had to walk back. And I ain't tell you the most embarrassing thing about that, too. I, I forgot to tell you the most embarrassing thing. When you walk in snow, you know, you slide and your foot slides, right? I had my rain boots on, so my foot was sliding. But when you're walking, you know what I'm saying, you slide like that, you twitch. So I'm walking down the road with butt shaking, you know what I'm saying, kind of twitch. Stop it, bro. And, Stop it, bro. <laughs> listen, and you know my hair long. So it, from the back, I know I, cat <laughs> I know I was, I was about to get picked up, bro. I was about to get picked up. I was gonna get a ride home one way or the other. Oh man, this dude crazy, man. Car slowed down. They seen that beard. They you know. Hey, but you didn't tell me though when you told me the story. Like I assumed that you had got the milk and that you no, went home. The store was closed. That's the made it work. Anyway, you didn't tell me that part though. <laughs> That's the worst part. That about is it. too funny. Oh, man. That's crazy, bro. <laughs> All right, Coach. I got now, Coach. I, I do have this question for you because you did mention, you know, y'all had your first meet in Florida. Um, has it hit you yet? The your role in in history now being the second, the head coach of the second HBCU to have gymnastics. Has it hit you yet? 
crazily enough, it hasn't. Um, I still just feel like I'm on this train, you know, making sure we get this done for the girls, this done, get this done, get this done. Like, I still feel like I'm on like this, like continuation train. I think it'll hit at the end of season because I'm going to be honest. I wasn't even nervous for the girls at our first meet. Mm. I just had this like calm toward me. And I was like, we we're here. We know what we're doing and we're here to compete. So I was actually more just like, kind of like making sure, you know, hey, next time we need to do this better. <laughs> like, um, but I did have some moments. I did enjoy the moment with the ladies at the end. We were like, wow, we made history. And then yeah. that first comp competitor, um, Sydney Hubach, to start us off, that was a little bit emotional. Um, but besides that, I wasn't really nervous. I was just like, all right, let's do it. Let's do it. We've been training. We need to show them. Let's do it. Um, I think I'll get more like full circle at the end of season. Mm-hmm. So last time we talked to you, you were still kind of like you said you were There wasn't much to do yet, but now, yeah, the, the, I know your your schedule is filled up a little bit more. But just take us to through kind of how it was building the program, getting your girls in, and things like that. Yeah. So when the girls got here in August, it was just a lot of team building, just really right, putting a bunch of strangers in together to build a whole team in two months. Um, so it was a lot of team building, a lot of just trying to make sure our culture was set. Um, and then on the other side, I was getting leotards made, getting um, apparel sent, trying to get their schedule finalized. Um, and so finally, now that January is here, um, just continuing to make sure we can compete smoothly, travel smoothly, um, continue to just update like our fans on just where we are, when we're doing, um, help boost alumni, letting them remind them that we're here. Um, but then there's also just the other part of just the operations day to day that gets a little bit busy, um, right? We're still practicing a little bit farther away. Our gym's not quite finished yet. So lots of trying to drive them to practice, drive them back to practice, wearing the coach hat, wearing the mentor yeah. hat. Um, but it's fun. I really don't. I, every day's different. There's always a plot twist every day. <laughs> <laughs> What's the most unexpected plot twist so far? Oh man, gosh. Was it the, the getting snowed in on Monday? That was <laughs> definitely a plot twist. I mean, we made the most of it. The girls played in the snow and we took some pictures and some leotards and like had a cute snow day, but we were so ready to compete, especially my girls that maybe had a mistake on Friday at Florida. Um, they were ready to go out there on Monday. We we're like, Coach Asia, we are ready to show them, and now we don't get to show them. And I was like, Hey, hold on to that fire. Like, we got next week, so yeah. um, they're 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 ready. But yeah, it did kind of kill the buzz a little bit. But we had a cute little snow day, little hangout in Nashville. Yeah. <laughs> if uh, you get snowed in, that ain't a bad place to get snowed in, though. It's yeah. not. It's not. Um, I'm jealous. But hey, um, <laughs> tell me about your team, because um, it's it's a variety of, of young ladies from all over, uh, international as well tell us about your team we have a very diverse group of young ladies um variety of different ages as well we have about 11 freshmen um five upperclassmen um two international one young lady kiora Pierre williams she's from canada um jamelia duffus she is from jamaica we also have an, an, another young lady who's a fifth-year senior, so a little bit more experienced and has been a yeah. huge leader on this team, Alondra Maldonado. She's from Puerto mm-hmm. Rico. 
Um, so we are just getting all the variety of just culture in our in our team. Um, I think that just helps us bond even more because the girls can relate to that and just kind of build on each other's differences. Um, but we also have a lot of different personalities. I don't know if y'all saw some of our floor routines on on Friday, but we have just some nice, beautiful, graceful, you know, rhythm girls, but also some that, you know, bring that HBCU flavor. So we're excited. We're excited to celebrate this inaugural season and just let y'all see our excitement. I felt like we brought a lot of excitement at the meet that, you know, maybe people weren't expecting. So we were just out there having fun. Yeah. I was going to try to come to Nashville. Um, I was looking forward to it. But of course, like you said, the snow. Um, and I realized that as I was walking down the street uh, trying to pick up a ride, um, I was like, dang. And then I, I was like, well, it might, maybe it got canceled. Um, but, but uh, Maldonado, I've kind of, you know, saying looked up, came from Iowa State. Um, what kind of, I guess you could say, what kind of advice is she able to give uh, some of the other ladies, being that she's, you know, a little bit older, you know, can, has competed and stuff. Um, I, if I'm not mistaken, she was a, um, was it Big 12, like Dean's List or something? So she brings a lot of experience and just kind of just guidance um, to the younger ones, especially when it comes to competing in a huge arena, right? A lot of these young ladies have never competed in collegiate gymnastics, which is completely different than what they're used to back in kind of their high school years. Um, so she kind of reminds them, even though us coaches also are there, but kind of reminds them like, hey, you know, just be where your feet are. You're going to see a lot of fans at you that you may not be used to, but you're in this little bubble. We're in our little Dega bubble. Um, and so just reminding them to stay calm and but also have fun. Um, she's done a great job as well with just reminding them the student athlete balance now that they're not used to balancing, you know, a lot more college school work with gymnastics and our travel schedule is a lot. Um, so she's been really, really helpful on that piece. Coach, I'm kind of starting to understand a little bit more about gymnastics as I follow, you know, y'all and Fisk. So I know, like, the scoring system is kind of confusing to a lot of people, mm. me especially. But I'm, I think I'm starting to kind of get a hang of it. So y'all's team score, I think, was like 173, 176, somewhere in that range. Um, we we exactly. actually went up after our last competitor. Um, I think we went okay, 187. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Big, okay, yeah, I made a big jump then. Okay, so <laughs> one uh, – which is pretty that's that's actually a pretty good score for your very first meet. So like what what's some of the goals y'all had going into that meet? What did y'all have like a target score or was it just go out there, have fun and compete? Good question. Um, right, competing from the SEC, we definitely had some target goals coming from a D one program, but I really wanted this team, this inaugural team, to not focus as much on the score. Gotcha. Um, yes, I had an idea of where I thought we would have landed. Um, but I really just wanted them to go out there with no regrets, you know, go aggressive, show them your energy, show them your power and your grace. Um, there were a couple hiccups along the way that brought our score a little bit lower than I thought we were going to start off with. But wow, I'm never disappointed in how we started. Um, I think where we are is the very baseline. We're just going to keep going up from there. Um, I think this team can easily go 190 um, or above every meet. So yeah. we're really excited for that. Um, now it's your first meet is out the way. Um, 
And you talked about, you know, saying kind of learn something. What are some, I guess you could say, some lessons learned, um, not necessarily routine-wise, but as a coach, you know, that you're, you're able to kind of guide the girls? Yeah, it just reminded me that, right, not every athlete is coached the same. You know, um, how I may have approached um, a certain person the exact way I need to approach them right before they compete. So kind of just learning their different styles of what they need right before they compete um, was a huge eye-opener for me this first meet as a head coach. Um, And then just reminding them that they have done the work already. Um, I don't also need to overcoach at the meet. That was a huge one for me. It's like, mm. wait, let me back up. Yeah. They know what they're doing. Let let them let them figure it out and let them ride and own their moment. Because um, as much as I loved doing gymnastics, I am not doing it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but as a head coach, that's kind of what I've learned that first meet and going into this season of let the girls kind of lead as we get to the season. Yeah, that's what I was going to kind of ask you. How do you balance, you know, the coach? versus the mentor versus like just being an encourager for them during the meets and things like that. Like yeah, how do you it, know how do you know when to coach and when to just kind of encourage? It is so specific per the young lady. Um some of them I actually ask them, I'll be like, okay, do you need fire or do you need like ice? Where I'm like cool, collected, like, mm-hmm. hey, go do one more and let's have some fun. Or do you need fire? Like, look, you need to squeeze your toes, point in your feet, <laughs> do yeah. this, remember to finish. Stay tight. Um, so I think as I continue to learn each and individual young lady throughout this season, oh my gosh, the the sky's our limit. We are just gonna excel so well. And also my me and my coaching staff as well. So <clears throat> I've been paying attention, been kind of you know saying watching a little gymnastics, learning. There's a new rule now. It's like when you finish, you can like step back and then gather yourself and it doesn't take the duck points or something like that. Is that right? At least on the ball. <laughs> Well, yeah, so right, you salute to start, and then you want to make sure, yep, you can take a second. Um, but the key is you definitely you don't want the judge waiting too long. Right. <laughs> um, but yes, once you salute, get yourself together, get going, and then once you finish, you do have to hold for at least two seconds before you run off to your team and high five them. So, little, little details like that. We've got a lot of little details throughout our sport that are sometimes missed, right? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I've been seeing some of the like um, deductions that you know people take off is like, oh her po- her toe wasn't pointed exactly right or some or the, yeah. the feet weren't tight and I was like what I, was like, well, I never would have paid that any attention. I didn't realize that there were the lines on the mat for the vault and that you like you got the center and then you could be off. I didn't realize that. I thought if you just stuck the landing, you stuck the landing. I didn't realize <laughs> you had to stick the landing and be in the center. You know what I mean, like so technical and so precise that I didn't realize. And that's that's the part that we would try to remind the ladies, right? Like our sport, we really strive for perfection, which is almost impossible most of the time. So as long as they go out there and go aggressive and think about their technique, most of the time we're going to get really close to perfect, just because that's just the way we practice. Um, but practice makes perfect, and we don't try to be perfect, but it'll just happen if we do what we practice. I mean, yeah, if you're talking about 190s, that's that's pretty close to perfect good. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, you guys most of, if 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 I'm correct, look I looked at your schedule. Most of your meets, you're kind of together with Fisk. Um, was that kind of by design just to kind of help acclimate you guys or or what was the idea behind that? 
That is actually not very usual. It actually kind of just magically happens um, based off of our schedules and availability. So okay. because we are still NAIA, um, Fisk and us, we are the only two um, gymnastics, collegiate gymnastics teams that aren't NCAA yet. Um, whenever an NCAA school invites maybe us or Fisk to a meet, they always have to have another NCAA school there. Um, so usually instead of having three teams there, so right, the host team, another NCAA team, and maybe us or Fisk, they usually want to make it a quad because it's usually a nicer feel okay. and fit at the meet. Um, so I think what happened was we kind of joined in on a lot of the same meets, <laughs> um, not even by purpose, but just kind of by accident um, since our season was so last minute building for our season. But it's going to be fun. I know we see them like five times. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be a fun competitive little rivalry going there. Oh, definitely. Definitely. You know, love, you know, we're going to support each other, but when we on the map. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Things change when you get between them lines and you get on the, the vault and everything. So uh, how do you how do you go about kind of deciding which girls are going to do which events uh, whenever you go to a meet? Because I know you have some all arounds and then you have some girls who kind of have their specific event. Good question. Um, so, right, six girls go up on each event, but only mm -hmm. five scores count. Yeah. So every practice we remind them you are continuing to earn your spot in that lineup so say for floor i've got maybe 10 girls that train floor every week they know they're starting fresh um and we look as coaches look at their performance throughout the week and then when we get to the meet we let them know if you made the top six and if you're you know going to be helped pushing the lineup even if you're seven eight you never know what happens you still got to be ready just if someone gets sick um, so that's the case for every meet. We kind of take it week by week, and the lineups may change or they might stay the same. But okay. yeah. Do you train your girls in every event, or do you kind of like let them pick their certain events? Or some girls want to be all around, or some girls want to just stick to certain events. So most of these ladies um, come from high school, like training where they just train all four anyway. Gotcha. Um, but as you get a little bit older in our sport, some of them become more specialists just because they may have some achy backs or achy ankles and can't do bars or can't do beam anymore. Um, so you kind of start becoming more of a specialist. But usually you train all four events. Um, and then depending on the weekend or whenever, you'll have an idea if you're going to train, you know, at the meet four events or two events or one event. Um, but yeah, most of the time they're all arounders coming in to college. <laughs> You're muted. My bad. My bad. That's a fine. That's a fine. Um, I was looking again, looking at the schedule. Uh, I know you guys have an event at home and stuff. Um, are you have y'all start? I'm, I'm pretty sure, but have you started preparing for that, getting ready, and, and kind of if that's like the, the yes. one? <laughs> it has been so busy. I'm gonna be honest, we are finalizing some details on that next week. Um, so shout out everybody, look for some new info on our Instagram next week. <laughs> um, but we most likely will probably sell tickets at the door. Um, sell t-shirts and have just a whole big party um, but it will be more of like um, an intra-squad feel which means we won't have another team there it'll just be our girls against our girls um, um, kind of a battling out but that also just helps us train them for the next meet 
Um, but there will be real judges there, real scores. Um, so we still want everybody to come out and support. But yeah, we're excited. We get to kind of show our Talladegans that, you know, what we do. <laughs> uh, now I was also looking, there's one more. Uh, it's like a three-day event in Nashville. That is right. Yeah. Is So will you guys be competing every day or is it kind of like a there are certain days you compete? I'm asking because I'm 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 like, I'm, I'm coming. I'm <laughs> no, this is good. Um, these are great questions. The I actually just found out yesterday that we are going to be in the Saturday session, but okay. I haven't confirmed yet if it's morning or evening. So also mm. be on the lookout for that. But that is going to be a huge meet with a lot of other college teams that are going to be Friday, Saturday and Sunday. But I did confirm. I think we are the um, Saturday session. Perfect. I just have to figure out the time. Perfect. <laughs> I just I just need to know why I can go ahead and order me a uh, tornado gymnastics t-shirt from because I'm yes. looking that meet y'all have in Louisiana at Centenary, and I plan on taking my daughters to that one. So I need some, I need I need some gear for that one so we can rock out and represent for the uh, Talladega tornadoes. Definitely. And yes, I know that has been a popular question. Um, just for everyone to know, y'all can go to our athletics website page. Um, it's like a BSN link and you can actually click on, um, I think it's like the shop or the store. And there should be some awesome material there as well. We're also going to always try to sell some gear every time we travel. Um, but we thank you all for the support. I know sometimes we don't have it all connected yet, but Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to get cop some of that merch because we're gonna be rocking that whenever we come down there. Yeah, yeah. go tornadoes. Spe speaking of, of support and stuff, I want to talk about your, your your family, um, your your home support. Um, I know you post on Instagram and stuff the times you know your downtime and how much time you get to spend with the family and stuff. Um, how is husband adjusting to this situation? <laughs> Um, because and I say situation yeah. because I know it's hectic and, yeah. and crazy. So how is he adjusting to you know being able to I guess flip out with you? Y'all know he you is. Know what I did there? <laughs> 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 he is the absolute best, y'all. I promise. Like right now, right? It is eight thirty on a Thursday, and he has probably just been waiting for me at the house. Made me some dinner. Like he's so supportive. I owe him like the world. He, I literally cannot do this job without him. Um, between taking care of our dog, taking care of everything at the house, and I'm just like, hey, I'm still at work. Um, so he's huge, huge, huge supportive. He actually went all the way to Florida, drove all the way to Gainesville, then went all the way to Nashville, then drove back in the snowstorm. So shout out to my husband. Love you. Um, He's the best. And my parents as well. My dad, he's in, he lives in Orlando, Florida, and he went to the meet and drove to Nashville or flew to Nashville. And I have literally the best support team ever. And I could not do this role without them. So, yeah, it's a lot. But, I, right, it takes a village. So this is like my new baby. And they get it. They get it. That is awesome. That's dope. That is awesome. Um and you got anything? Because I, I know they gonna. I want to come cut the lights off on her again. Yeah, man. And she needs to get home to her husband. Yes. <laughs> but now nah, my my last question though is, uh, how can how can fans, how can people follow y'all the team and and support the team? Yeah, if everyone could please continue to follow us on our Instagram, that is our major source of just putting information out. 
and our Facebook page, Talladega College Gymnastics. And if there's anyone that ever wants to be able to help, you know, how can they donate or help the team even with practice? We have an Amazon wish list. Um, it's on our Instagram page as well. Um, if they click on the link tree link um, that has a list of just different things like practice bands and wrist guards and sweat bands and all these other things that the girls always need and we use in chalk and snacks. So if anyone ever wants to donate, um, please click on our Amazon wish list as well. That is that's actually like a really that's good idea. idea though, yeah. Well, I ain't going to the wish list. I'm gonna go to Sam's and I'm gonna get y'all some uh <laughs> some of them yeah, right. <laughs> No, Thank I'm gonna you. get them uh the uh little juices, uh not the juices, the uh the, the fruit the fruit bites. That's what we get a football team like <laughs> Hey. Okay, the girls would probably like those better than what the snacks I put on our wish list. <laughs> but no, that is, that like seriously, that is like a genius idea to, to do the wish list. Uh, Coach, we are. I'm I'm so excited to you know saying for everything y'all have going on. I was looking forward to how like Monday. I was I was ready. I was ready. I was so upset um, as I was switching down the road. But. Um, Look forward to uh, the next one's on the 26th. Correct. Correct. We'll be at Southeast Missouri. CMO. Yeah, yes. CMO. All right. We I, are looking forward to I it. I see February 11th in Shreveport. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. And I'll be there on that Saturday in uh, Nashville cheering y'all on. If it's morning or evening, we'll be there. We will be Thank there. Thank y'all. Um, I appreciate it. Hey, no problem. Thank you for coming on again. Um, enjoy the rest of your evening. Get some rest. Stay warm. Yes. Thank you all. Thank you so you much for having up. me. All right. No problem. Everybody, that was our favorite Alabama athlete. <laughs> Coach. <laughs> Coach Sims. For real, bro. Yeah. Oh, man, every time. Every time. I always enjoy it. Um, I really have started watching gymnastics more and kind of keeping up, trying to learn. Like I did the scoring system. Only reason I'm trying to learn, my daughter trying to become a gymnast. Mm -hmm. Like the um the doctor finally cleared her for athletics. So the oh, let's go. As, as soon as she got the call from the doctor, she called me and said, "Daddy, you know what that means, huh? You got to sign me up for gymnastics now." So I didn't even, didn't even didn't even get out the parking lot from the doctor called me talking about some sign me up for gymnastics. Let's go. That's what I'm talking about. Um that's dope. Uh we do got a few more things to tally up and talk about. Tally up. I see what you did there. Ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> um let's jump to it, man. Um what's going on? Off, fam you. And Talladega. Fam you in a that's funny, Talladega. Uh in Tallahassee. Uh Fam you is that's what uh, I meant. I said Talladega. I'm tripping. They are now on a uh or have resorted to a coach search committee to find their new, their next head coach. Um we did hear from Coach Roll. I guess today. Um he is not looking, he doesn't like the idea. Uh, he made statements on uh, social media, basically said that uh, I wanted this the same so, uh, committee who offered me the, uh, I forget the, uh, it was the SIAC, I can forget the school. He said, offer me that job. I was like, hmm, interesting. But um, 
yeah. Man, it's a soap opera down there, dog. And we, <laughs> like I thought, I thought Texas Southern was bad, and it it was bad. But mm-hmm. I, I expect the family use coaching search to go a little smoother than this. Completely agree. Uh, completely agree. I thought I was. I'm a reserved judgment. I know we kind of hear some things um, behind the scenes, things that we can't necessarily, we aren't privy to, you know, say speak out with everybody. But I will say, um, we, we say all the time about optics and um, perception. Um, adults, it's a lot of adults not being adults. Uh, and people want to talk about how things should go. Uh, talk about who is and who isn't qualified. Um, there was a basketball coach that they had to replace. The women's basketball coach. She was able to get that, put, make that pick. And um, if I'm not mistaken, the basketball, the, female, the women's basketball team is doing better this year. Not necessarily perfect, but they're doing better than they, they have been in a while. Um, you got to let her do a job. Oh, yeah. I mean, she was hired She was hired for a reason, man. Yeah, and now all of a sudden she's unqualified and she's not. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm going to reserve judgment. Um, there are some people within that community, within the family community, um, that on social media doing a lot more harm than hurt. So, yeah, uh, social media can be great or it could be destructive, man. It's like fire, bro. You know, in the right hands and used in the right way, it's a wonderful tool. Mm hmm. But used in the wrong way, it, it could be very destructive. And I just hope that uh, I just hope that this situation turns out for the best, and it it don't end ugly, man. Yeah. Um. Speaking of and, and, and getting ugly, um, whoever it is becomes the new head coach is going to be behind eight ball big time. Um. Yeah, JT says it literally could not have gotten any worse. Um any worse than where women's basketball was. So um fair point. Yeah. Um but anyway, what I was saying, they're gonna be behind a ball. Uh they've already lost coach Risperis. They uh there was a I forget another coach who who left. Uh two more coaches that have kind of taken another job. Coach Troy Johnson and the defense coordinator Ryan Smith, architect of that the dark cloud defense, mm-hmm. taking opportunities elsewhere. So, yeah, it's gonna be tough to build a staff this late with signing day right around the corner. Yeah, and commits are leaving as well. That's what's hurting. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what's hurting. Um, family will be all right in the long run. They'll bounce back, but yeah. I mean, will they be hired in the long run? Yeah, it's gonna be some. It's gonna be a while. I think it's gonna who be who they hire a coach, right? 
That's true. I mean, so I think it uh I think it's a little presumptuous to just throw it out that the family you're gonna be all right. I mean I'm saying I'm in not, the long I'm, run, they, when I say in the long run, I mean if if this could have been handled quicker, you know what I'm saying? The staff could have been held together. Maybe they they may not necessarily make it back to the celebration bowl, but they, you know what I'm saying, they don't fall off. Correct. You know, now we looking at like a complete rebuild. In That's what I'm saying. So and, and so they got to do a rebuild. Are they all right? They'll be all right in the long run. I think they for, for oh, you saying, oh, you saying after the rebuild. I got yeah. okay. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm yeah. With you. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, for instance, you know, you have some schools that have a good year and we may not, they might not bounce back for a decade, two decades. I'm with you. I don't think FAMU takes that long. So, so, yeah. Um, That's where I'm at with that, man. I I know a lot of people are basking in this drama. Drama. I'm I'm not one. I, I hate what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing and stuff. It's gotten to a point where I'm almost about to like mute any word like on 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 Twitter. I've, I've already started muting words, dog. Yeah, the word the what the letters A D. Muted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Tennessee State. Tennessee State, uh, you know, they announced last year that they are getting their hockey team or are going to br- bring a hockey team to HBCU. Why is my, my thing is terrible right now? Um, they're bringing a the hockey team to, you know, or, you know, saying would be the first HBCU hockey team. Uh, they have named their first uh, director of hockey operations. Mr. Nick Guerrero, uh, he's been on staff uh, for the last three years. If I'm not mistaken, this will be year number four. Uh, he's been there since 2001, working with the football team in, uh, similar, in a similar role. But he is now taking over as the director of hockey operations. Um, and according to not just him, but their uh, the Tennessee State Hockey uh, Twitter account, Head coaches should be named. A head coach should be named very soon. PK Supan. I like it. I like it. I like it. That'd be dope if it was. Um, What's good, Zach? Zach, I'm with Zach on this. Hey, me. I need them to drop them uh, jerseys so I can order one. That would be fine. Completely agree. Completely agree. Um. That's a good question. Uh, D-Lob asked the question. That's a good question. Can college hockey teams fight? Uh, Tennessee State can't. Um, I can see it now. <laughs> Tennessee State better not. Uh, as soon as they drop them gloves, uh-uh, uh-uh, at the game, at the game. You know, how, you know how normally in hockey when you fight, you go to the penalty box? <laughs> they going to put them in jail. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's wrong, but. <laughs> they going to eject them boys, bro. Nah, uh, but nah, it's gonna. I, I think it's gonna be dope. That's one thing I can say that, that I've seen. Uh, regardless of, of um, oh, regardless of your college affiliation, everybody has said they're excited about this team. Zach, funny man, but yeah. 
I'm I'm definitely ready to see it, bro. I, I like the fact that we're getting to see some of these uh these inaugural seasons in these sports by you know gymnastics, hockey, and, and HBCUs kind of growing their um uh, growing their uh I don't even know what I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah, the amount amount of sports that they offer, you know what I'm saying? Making a larger variety of sports available to HBCUs. Yeah. Um, I'm 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 still like you said, like Zach said, I'm looking forward to that jersey though. I'm getting one and I'm going to a game. Matter of fact, I'm think I'm gonna try to uh I think I'm gonna try to go to a uh Nashville Predators game, uh take Dylan because we he was talking about it, um, like hockey and stuff, so Sweet Newt said over on the on the number of darker persuasion players. Uh I actually so it, this is what I do think. Like gymnastics at like you know what I'm saying like at Fisk and, mm-hmm. and Talladega, I think we're gonna start seeing um a lot more. Um so here's a here's something. At one time there were I think five black hockey players in the NHL, three of them were on the Atlanta team or something like that. Crashes. Yeah, on the thrasher. So I don't even know they even still got that team. They don't. Yeah. But uh yeah, so I do think we'll start seeing more uh black ho- hockey players, at least, you know, saying Oh man, you're starting to see a lot more now though, bro. Yeah. It's, it's a few of them in the league now. Yeah. So shout out Seth Jones. Yeah. PK Super artist. That's my dude he, though. He ain't he ain't him play. I know he ain't know he a commentator now. Yeah. Yeah, he be up there wearing no Michael Jersey, uh, Michael Irvin jer- uh, jackets, um, on NHL, <laughs> on NHL tonight when they be talking about it. Be up there wearing them the way he be talking like Robert Griffin the third though. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's the reason why he played hockey. <laughs> oh man, hey, so I do got something I want to talk about that. I didn't think it was as controversial as it was, but all of a oh, sudden, Lord. you already know I'm gonna talk about it now. It became a huge issue. Howard displayed their new um, Jordan wow. wall. Yeah, and and it's uh, uh, for those of you who hadn't seen it, Howard University uh, displayed uh, a wall. It's basically like a, a, all the colorways and all the uh, Jordan PEs that they wear. Um, and um, oh yeah, we can Zach. We can Zach said, can we go ahead and start that hockey podcast? Hey, why you playing? <laughs> why you play? Hey, let's we get it. it. We can call it black and blue. Hey, I like it. I like it. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but uh, Howard has uh, they're they're Jordan affiliate. You know, mm-hmm. wear Jordan apparel, and so they had a wall with pretty much all their Jordan shoes that they they wear. Um, they displayed it. Uh, I think Nice Kicks picked it up on their Twitter page. Um, but after that, it became nothing but hate. It became nothing but like all these uh, these. Um, I guess you. Can, I don't know if you say closet race because it was openly it just it was. It was hate. A lot of hate. I mean, it was terrible. Yeah. Somebody said, oh, all the education, you know what I'm saying, they got, you know what I'm saying, and this is what they choose to spend their money on. And it's like, do you not spend understand? 
They got a 25-year deal with Jordan, bro. It's wild to me. I, I, I didn't understand. And, and I figured I realized not everybody understands that they have a a they're sponsored by Jordan. Exactly. Not just no two, three year deal, neither. It's a twenty it's a twenty-five year partnership, bro. Like, like you can't you think that they really paid money for this? Like, come on, man. Yeah, but it was it was, I mean Somebody, you know, saying, saying, is this, uh, is this bulletproof? Um, what? Yeah, they say it's, it's the acrylic bulletproof. Um, they said, uh, you know, saying local robbery and all. it was, it was terrible. Yeah, that's wild, bro. Yeah, it was terrible, terrible. Uh, everybody like that black and blue. Edwin got uh, he got the theme music and everything. I'm with it. Yeah, let's make it happen. We got it. We got to make that happen. Um, next up, man, Damon Stewart. Damon Stewart, uh, former Alabama State quarterback. He finds a new home. He's going. He committed to Southeastern Louisiana. Yeah, it's a interesting fit. But uh, I wish him nothing but the best. You nice. I want to talk about this. Um, you say interesting fit. Lateral move or, or is it step down? No offense to Southeast Louisiana. I know, you know what I'm saying, our man Blake went there. Is this a good – was that a good move? I would say that's pretty lateral. Yeah. I, um, I mean, Southeastern has made the FCS playoffs, you know, They've had some good quarterbacks like Cole Kelly and things like that. But I just don't know if they're the same team that they was, the same program that was a few years ago when they had quarterbacks like that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm not sure the exact reason he left. Um, what you mean you don't know the reason why he left? Oh, well, I don't. Andrew Biden. Andrew Biden wasn't this if if Andrew Biden but Andrew Biden didn't commit to he he didn't even watch college till they left till he left. You don't think that come on man. You don't think that had you don't think Andrew Biden like dude had word that Andrew Biden was coming up or was thinking about coming up. He he decommitted. I'm sorry, he entered the portal what? Almost a month ago, Damon Stewart. Yeah, or no, it was weeks ago, several weeks ago. Was it that long ago? I thought it was like a week ago. Nah, it's been longer than that. Two weeks ago, two or three. I thought it was like two or three weeks ago. But you know, I don't know. I don't know. Zach says to be fair, um, they've developed better quarterbacks than uh, uh, Alabama State recently, but it's still a lateral move. I, I, I can give them that. Move, but yeah, they they done had some good quarterbacks on the on, you know that through there. But like Cole Kelly was that dude, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, I just don't. Yeah, I'm not gonna say it's a step down, but I do think he uh, I think he shouldn't have left. I don't think so. At this point now, it's a moot, it's a moot point because yeah, he gone now. But... Yeah, yeah. I think 
which kind of got the best uh the best out of that deal. Uh, you got anything else? Ant? Uh, some what some we missed. I'm trying to think or trying to look. Now we could talk about the schedules and stuff like that on Monday. Yeah, um, I tripped out. I'm tell you what I forgot to do. Shout out to uh Spellman though for the. Uh, that hundred yeah. million dollar donation they received. Yeah, Spellman got a hundred million dollar donation. Uh, did they? I don't know if they said it's anonymous, but it was the wasn't the largest single donor donation. Yeah, it was alumni donation, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, they said who was from? Who? Uh, the donation is from businesswoman and philanthropist Rhonda Stryker and her husband William Dunstan, chairman of Greenleaf Trust. She's a uh, striker, has been a Spelman College trustee since 1997. You said, Miss Striker, you said it came from her and her husband. Uh-huh. They adopted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For real, for real. But yeah. Shout out to them for that, though. Yeah, that was huge. Uh... D-Live, we need to bring back more swim teams. I think he might be on something now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Howard Swim Team is doing very well. Um, they were just in the Bahamas, if I'm not mistaken. Just in the Bahamas. That is, that is huge. Um, there was a not well. Hmm, we got to talk about that. Uh, your boys, Graham. We, I know we're going to talk about the schedule, but they put out um, – they put out the uh, uniforms they're going to wear mm-hmm. for every game. Um, but they left the Bayou Classic. They said two oh, yeah, they they going to bring out something new. They some ain't that yet. Gonna bring out some red, some new. We'll see. All right. Um, trying to think. Basketball heating up. I ain't even look at the end of the what's call it. Uh, I, I I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Because I can't go, I ain't looked at no basketball because I want to go to an AM game and I can't go. So I ain't even looked at the basketball. Most of the games, uh, we talked about most of the games Monday. Yeah, because they had Monday. And yeah, they don't play again until Saturday. So. But yeah, it's been uh well I think there was like North Carolina Central put up 110 or something like that on somebody the other day. North Carolina uh Central women. But uh I think I ain't seen nobody else play since then, since our last show. Yeah. I was looking earlier, uh Hampton. Hampton was beating Hofstra, um, and then let Hofstra come back. Hmm. That's tough. Yeah. I don't know what the final score was, but I do know they they were up by like fifteen. I checked again; they were down by five with with like late in the game. So, but no, I don't have nothing else, bro. That's all I got. All right, um, we gotta figure out how to get these fan calls. So we start letting people call it. Well, I'm scared to do that. I'm scared to do that over here. Oh boy, I'm gonna have that. I'm gonna have that button on that remove caller. <laughs> so quick. Uh 
Jay White said that AM had a championship uh swim team in the 80s. See, we need to bring it back, man. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Said three, two, twenty-four event center at AM versus uh Bama State is a sure sellout. I like it. I like it. I gotta hurry up and get ready. Uh talk to uh I got hit up by guy B. Uh, Brian, so I can see about this uh, UAPB game. Yeah. Uh, Edwin said uh, 110. That's uh, Ben Job's uh, SU number. Wow. What are you talking about? North Carolina Central putting up 110. Oh. Well, they women did. Uh, mm-hmm. On Tuesday. Oh, okay, okay. Who they play? I don't even know. I, I know they. I know who they didn't uh, play. Somebody like North Carolina, uh, some Bible Christian college in North Carolina. Okay, I know who it wasn't. It who wasn't Norfolk State. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. <laughs> it, it definitely wasn't them. What well, oh, is? Coppin been balling too. Yeah, Coppin has been balling. Man, we got so much like good basketball going on. Like in the, especially in the MEAC. Yeah. It's wild. Wild. All right. Edwin says when he was in school in the 80s, I used to wonder why SWAC didn't have swim teams. I'm wondering why that now, so. That's a good question. Um, because most colleges have a, a pool. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it's necessarily Olympic size or yeah, whatever, but yeah, yeah. Um, most of them have schools. Um, we definitely can swim. So that thing, I think we need to see more of that too. I'm with y'all. Yeah. Um, it's kind of in this fairly inexpensive. Travel will be your biggest thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, of course, your scholarships and stuff, but that's a uh, that's a unisex sport, so you ain't necessarily got to worry about Title Nine. Uh, yeah. So that'll be interesting. That will be that'll be interesting. Um, how soon do we see pickleball make its way to uh, stop? I'm serious. Because this pick is gaining steam. As much as I don't want to admit it, it's game steam. Well, cornhole gonna be next. It will be. I don't think it'd be. Well, no, nah, I take that back. I was gonna say I don't think it'd be a, a necessarily popular amongst uh, HBCUs and stuff. But I take that back. Cause see, I knew exactly. <laughs> I knew somebody was gonna say that. About, especially pickleball. He said, "Don't knock it in." He said, "That shit fun." <laughs> yeah, I ain't never played pickleball, so. I don't know. I know it's 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 a. It, I'm gonna tell you what it reminds. It looks like ping pong in larger size. Like instead of playing on the table, you standing yeah. up playing on a smaller smaller tennis court. So. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I might have to go play it and see how fun it is. Yeah. It's a. Uh, at our age, man, it'd be fun. You ain't got to move quite as much. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a great point. <laughs> so <laughs> it's it's a yeah. That sounds appealing when you put it like that. Yeah. Um especially are oh, we starting to see um with tennis, you got a new um young lady that's been tearing it up. Uh is it uh Alice Park, Alicia Alicia Parks? Yeah. HBCU Media Pickleball Tournament. Oof. Oof. I gotta get in shape first. I'm in shape. I'm just the wrong shape. <laughs> That's the problem. I gotta get in shape first before we talk about that blue. Man, uh, man, let's go ahead and get up out of here because we we started talking about pickleball. I, I brought up pickleball. Got everybody started. Ed was trying to get everybody. We're gonna be swim. He knows they have some swim teams going. I ain't nothing wrong with that. I, I, I do mind. like that idea though. I do like that idea. Um give me more swim teams and um more gymnastics. For sure. I'll be good with that. Mm. Sweet Noop said, if he's not mistaken, Southern used to have a swim team back in the 60s when his dad was in school. I'm going to tell you what, like talking about this swim, you know what this reminds me of? Remember that movie Pride with uh, mm -hmm. uh, Terrence mm -hmm. Howard? This one thing, one day, I think that was in Baltimore. I think so. Yeah. And, and Evan Ross played a... Uh, yeah. Yeah. I ain't no dude name, but I know a movie you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. Let's get up out of here. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, make sure y'all go like, subscribe, follow, share. Thank you again to Coach Asia Sims Fletcher for coming through, uh, blessing us with uh, all this good information about gymnastics, Talladega gymnastics. Y'all make sure y'all go and support. You know, you know, send them some. It, it'll anything helps. So. All right, here we go. All right, I'm sorry, I was looking at. All right, man, let's get up out of here. Like that, we out. This show was presented by BetOnline.ag. Bring me my money. Why is tripping? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.